There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All right. Welcome back, everybody. How was your weekend? Not bad. How about you? Good, good. I'll it was fast, tired. wasn't it? It, yeah, was, it was just crazy. Friday. It was intense. I drove to Illinois and back in three days, taking my mom back for the summer to her house there. But I walked in here this morning and I put my toaster away on Friday and it is on the counter. Oh, boy. Somebody used my gluten-free toaster over the weekend and left it out. The evidence is there. So you let me know if it smells like Pop-Tarts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Are you. I'm getting steamed. Consider yourself. I warned you a long time ago and said, Jen... You need to hide it somewhere where it's not accessible. Well, this to is others. what happens when you trust people. But you shouldn't. Well, there's a comment card box in the corner of the studio that's new. I'm gonna lace it with profanities and, that's and what drop I'm saying. it in there. You need to drop something in there. <laughs> Are you Nothing's gonna, blame gonna get it on done. Someone? They're just gonna use it as fodder. For I the don't show, care. So. They can fodder all day. Are you gonna blame someone for using it? I'm not like, gonna point fingers, but I may is? install some cameras. Oh, okay. That would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Watching you install a, cameras, a yeah. toaster cam. Why to can't have a you toaster just cam? Keep it over there by you. I could, but then you know that would be clutter. Oh well, not like we. I mean, have you seen Tim's desk? <laughs> this is what creativity looks like. Okay, I'm with you, bud. I'm on the same page. There's a reason why you two are on that side of the room. <laughs> Feel free to clutter away. But keep telling yourself it's creativity. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Matthew Perry is done dissing Keanu Reeves. We've got the story coming up. Also, what does Jennifer Lopez eat? And Joaquin Phoenix reminds you not to take mushrooms before seeing his new movie. The first E News of the Day is straight ahead next. But first, check the roads. We got uh, Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. First, let's begin this hour's e-news with Matthew Perry this morning. Okay, remember when Matthew Perry came out in his memoir and there were all these weird Keanu Reeves insults in it? We couldn't exactly figure out what what's his beef with Keanu Reeves. Why is he ripping off Keanu Reeves? I thought it was something like what Jimmy Kimmel does with Matt Damon. You know, it's kind of an inside uh, joke where they're not really beefing. They that's just how they bust on each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, eventually he ended up apologizing for it, 
And he was at the L.A. Times Festival of Books on Saturday. He said he's taking them out of future editions. He said it was a mean thing to do. I pulled his name because I live on the same street. I've apologized publicly to him. Matthew clarified that he hasn't apologized to him in person. He said, if I run into the guy, I'll apologize. It was just stupid. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, was he just trying to be funny, or I think did he, he have something against the dude? Funny. Yeah, I think he was just trying to be funny. Yeah, I think, and I think he just pulled his name because you know he was in the proximity, right? Yeah, weird. You know, yeah, it is kind of weird, hmm. but he's fixing it. And of course, that's what everybody honed in on on his memoir. <laughs> you know, he has all of these bombs in there about his addictions and everything that he's been through, and right. Everybody <laughs> wants to talk about the Keanu Reeves. That's and all they're focused on. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, you probably think 53-year-old Jennifer Lopez follows a super strict diet to look as good as she does, right? I mean, that doesn't just happen. You know, a lot of hard work and planning and discipline, you figure. She has to work out a ton, right? I mean, her body, like, it doesn't even move when she walks. Yeah. Well, and maybe she does work out a ton. But as far as her diet is concerned, on the Drew Barrymore show, Ben Affleck said J-Lo eats whatever she wants. Of course she does. He said she eats pizza, <laughs> mm-hmm. she eats cookies, Genetics. she eats ice cream. Jennifer just eats whatever she wants. <laughs> it, it, whatever she wants. Pizza, cookies, ice cream, everything. Is it the working and out? She works out. I mean, I work out too. But I don't magically appear to be 20 years old. You know what I mean? With perfect skin and the whole... Di- There's no taking away the work ethic. The work ethic is real. The discipline is very real. But also the superhuman thing is real. Oh, my yeah. God. How about that? It is true. Not she must fair. have superhuman genetics to go with it. Wow. There are some people uh, like that, right? Yeah. Yes. Just and she's not fair. just one of them. Yeah. Right. Man. Her skin, everything. I have heard really good things, though. My friend uses all of her j-lo beauty products is it called glow or something like that i can't remember but she uses like the serums and the face washes and stuff and she raves about them yeah huh. i'll have mm-hmm. to keep a uh, lookout yeah. for my latest email from her she, we don't have anything from on the j-lo i haven't had anything in a while huh gotta take a quick break we got more e-news to come including joaquin's advice for anyone looking to see his next movie something you need to know before you watch First, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by with your latest traffic. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Air in Canada broke into a truck and drank 69 cans of different sodas but would not touch the diet soda. <laughs> Authorities must return this bear to America because he's obviously an American bear. He won't drink diet soda, he sleeps half the year, and he shows up at Walmart not wearing any pants. Carnival banned two cruise passengers because they were caught fishing from the balcony in their room. (laughs) Unfortunately, their room overlooked the pool. Uh... So, you know, if you watch... What is it? Yeah, the Yellowstone prequel, 1923. 
then you know that Helen Mirren got to hop in the sack with Harrison Ford. And it sounds like she kind of enjoyed it. I bet she did. Yeah, she said, I'm I'm lying there thinking, holy crap, I'm in bed with Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Women of all ages have loved Harrison Ford for a long time. I can't tell you. I had to pretend to be cool. She said <laughs> he's he has come to a place where he can be easy with other actors. It's it, it's immensely generous and incredibly professional of him not remotely spoiled movie star at all like i genuinely love him if i wasn't married dot 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 (laughs) what is he's got to be close to 80 isn't he oh yeah do you think he was equally as excited like i am in bed with helen mirren he didn't even know where he was (laughs) (laughs) now helen has been married to director taylor hackford since 1997 and she did work with ford once before on the 1986 movie the mosquito coast Oh, yeah, yeah wow. he's going to be Fun 81 time. in July. That's amazing. Yep. He's time still to stop out there working. Or yep. driving cars. Or cars. You oh, should, no, stop. You really should watch him in Shrinking. He's very funny. Okay, yeah. I'll put it on the list. I just started the Whitney Houston movie last night because it's on Netflix now. Yeah. The I Want to Dance with Somebody. And, and now I'm on like a whole week. I didn't get to watch the whole thing because it's like two and a half hours. Hmm. But I am now on a Whitney Houston kick. Because I can't stop singing I Want to Dance with Somebody. It's a great song. And it's a good movie so far. It really is. I heard it was really good. Have you guys seen it? Anybody? Mm -hmm. No, but everybody I've talked to has said the same thing. Yeah. It's like we turned on Netflix last night and it popped up. I was like, watch now. It was like the first like little header thing. But is it as sad as like the Elvis movie because you're seeing just what a tortured soul? Where she's in her same female relationship. Did you guys know she's like. She was with yeah. her in a same-sex friend, relationship yeah. for a while. Right. Whitney was? Yes. Did and that's that. part of the, yeah, they, they say that that is part of the reason for her decline because she didn't feel that she could live her true life and be with, what was Correct. her, what was her? Robin. Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they're making her hook up with Jermaine Jackson. That's where we are now. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So Joaquin Phoenix has a new movie coming out. It's called Bo is Afraid. Written and directed by Ari Aster, the guy who did Hereditary and Midsummer, So, you know it's going to be messed up. So, what Joaquin wants you to know is it would be a very bad idea to take mushrooms before you go see this movie. This is what he said. Well, never mind then. I know. (laughs) I'm out. He said, I was told that there was this college thread amongst friends a challenge that they were going to take mushrooms and go see this movie. And I just wanted to make a public service announcement and say, do not take mushrooms and go see this bleeping movie. But he adds, if you do it, film yourself, but don't do it. Oh. So there, it, it must be really, I've never seen Hereditary or Midsummer, mm-hmm. So I don't know. Are they psychological thrillers? Are they? They're horror. Th- well, I can't speak. Midsummer is a horror thriller. Okay. Yeah. And it's really, that's the one where I told you that uh, the actress Florence Pugh was so messed up after doing okay. that role that, that because she got so into it and yeah. she was like crying as she was, as they were helicoptering her off of the field where they, where the set was yeah. because she felt like she had abandoned the character. Like that's how much it messed up her head. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's, if if he's talking like that level of, of, effed up 
intensity. Which I'm guessing it would be because Joaquin Phoenix tends to like those kinds of roles. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, he's drawn to that. Then he's that on may the, be um, a good thing. The Smartless podcast right now, he is there, like, it, their guest that they're interviewing. And he even talks about that, like how he just is, like how he's very intense, but he hates doing like interviews and being recorded and mm-hmm. things like that, like outside of working. Hmm. 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 Well, you know, Tupac Shakur once sold crack, but he only lasted a few days because he was too nice. There's a new Tupac docuseries, Dear Mama, and his buddy Ray Love says, we sucked at selling crack. We were the worst crack dealers in the history of crack dealers. Capitalism requires that your empathy level is relatively low. And Tupac's empathy level was a little higher than most people. He didn't believe in hurting or killing black people. So if a person is smoking crack with their daughter or their son, he's not going to recover from that. So he didn't he wouldn't sell it He's to. not a good dealer. He wouldn't no. sell it to him. Yeah. Wasn't for him. Where can we watch this? That sounds like a. I know, dear show. mama. I'm not sure. I'll look it up. I'm not sure that we one love is. Tupac. Yeah, one of the um, FX. Okay. On Hulu. Of the. So Bob Dylan's harmonica from his 1963 New York City Town Hall concert hit the auction block. And, you know, we just got through looking at the. Uh, at the guitar, you know, the famous guitar, Eddie Van Halen's famous guitar that went for $4 million from the Hot for Teacher video. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Dylan's harmonica, which, you know, because it's Bob Dylan, would have gone for at least that much. But, nope, it hit the auction block for $45,000. The performance was the first big concert of his career, and it helped launch his illustrious career. The answer, my friend. Is blowing in the wind. Who is this? The Bob Dylan. Answer oh, is blowing in the wind. <laughs> That's the harmonica. <laughs> That's audio from the actual performance in 1963. He even autographed the harmonica box and he wrote the song title he performed with it, Blowing in the Wind. And uh, yeah, it uh, went for $45,000. Hmm. Hmm. Are you it's going hope? for forty five thousand dollars for a little bit more. I, yeah, Anybody? maybe it'll go for a little bit more. No, you, yeah, I don't really know any of his music. Do you? I'm okay. I like. I respect him. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have fr- I have friends that are that have like lyrics of his printed out and hanging in their home. Oh, like art. really love him. Yeah. I think the Van Halen guitar could be a really cool art piece, but the harmonica, you know. Not only, much you can do with that. this big, you know, yeah. what do you do with it? That's true. You can't hang Put it on it in the a wall. shadow box. That's true. That's oh. true. Oh. Yeah. Shadow box. <laughs> Arts and crafts with Jeff. In the man cave, you know. <laughs> uh, also, speaking of classic rockers, uh, David Bowie was pretty tight with Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page for a while back in the 1970s. One thing they bonded over was their shared interest in occult guru Aleister Crowley. Uh, but then Bowie and Page had a falling out, and Bowie became paranoid that Page had a better command of the dark arts and might actually use them against him. So according to a book called William S. Burroughs and the Cult of Rock and Roll, Bowie started storing his own urine in the refrigerator Ew, because he wow. was convinced that Page and his coven or whatever wanted to use it to conceive the Antichrist. <laughs> Now, it should be known, it should be noted that David Bowie was doing tons of cocaine at the time. That might have had a little something that to do might with have it. But, made yeah. him a little extra paranoid. Right. God, yep. funny. The Marvel watching any Joaquin Phoenix movies I, in that condition. <laughs> no kidding. 
Sorry, what? Oh, now it's going to just do really quickly. The Marvel Cinematic Universe may have its first official fully dropped F-bomb, and it's not in Deadpool 3. It's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. There's a new clip from the movie. Peter is trying to instruct Nebula on how to open a car door, you know, just an ordinary old school earth type car door, but she can't figure it out. And he gets really frustrated and he says, open the effing door. And in the clip, the word is bleeped, but we don't know if it'll be in the movie, if it'll be bleeped in the movie. It's PG-13, so they can get away with it if they want to. Some of the Marvel shows that used to be on Netflix contained F-words, but so far no one in a Marvel movie has said it at least without it being drowned out or cut off before it was finished. Mm. So there's kind of like, you know, why? That's just kind of crazy that in all those movies, there's not one F-bomb. As much as everybody drops F-bombs in today's society, (laughs) right? Yeah. So. Wow. I know. Yeah, we got late word this morning that Dancing with the Stars judge Len Goodman has passed away. So sad. Don't really have any any details on it, but uh, I'm told it was bone cancer. Yeah, it says here that he died at the age of 78 over the weekend, his rep confirmed. And I guess he had bone cancer and then some sort of short illness. And he passed with his family and friends around him. Hmm. Sorry to hear that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that is your latest E-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Chelsea Handler December 2nd at the Taft Theater. Tickets are actually on sale now if you go to tafttheater.org. We'll do that coming up next. First, let's check the roads. We got... Denise Johnson standing by here with your ladies. Q102 traffic. Hey, Jill. Hey. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Good. How are you guys? Good. Do you know where your social security card is? <laughs> I do. Know where your passport is? <laughs> yes, I do. Look at you. I know it. I can't find well mine. Well done. <laughs> All right. I got your headlines here. If you can pick the real one, you're going to go see Chelsea Handler. This is fake or for real. So here we go. Is it A? Woman tries to seduce server at steak restaurant by walking around and licking wine glasses. Is it B, naked couple getting it on in VW Jetta spotted by cop when they fall out of the back seat? Or C, a man tried to ruin the mood for his ex by cocking his gun? Let's go with B. You're right. It Yay! is. <laughs> well done. Great job, Jill. Yeah, a 24-year-old man in South Carolina named Alan Riggs was arrested over the weekend for trying to ruin the mood by cocking his gun. Alan still lives with his ex-wife. I wonder what that's like. What is that dynamic? Yeah. Like, I think of Andrew and Fergie. Yeah. They're not oh, married yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They live under the same roof. And they're reported to be, like, best friends that hang out all the time. Yeah, and they're not staying together for the kids because the kids are adults. Long gone grown. Right. What is that about? I don't know. It's interesting. Your best friends. Why why did you get divorced? I don't know. But anyway, this guy still lives with his ex-wife and uh, maybe they should be separated because he became angry when he heard her getting it on with her new boyfriend upstairs. Mm -mm. Okay, this is is not going to work if you're going to start bringing people over. Yeah. He tried banging on the walls to get him to knock it off, but that didn't work. <laughs> so he got his gun and cocked it. Uh-oh. 
Could in you an imagine attempt. That? That's pretty oh, scary. That's a scary sound. It's scary. Yeah. And then the whole idea was to ruin the mood. And I bet it worked. It did work. And he went back to the couch and played video games. Oh, <laughs> my God. The ex and her boyfriend told police they heard the racking sound of a firearm and stopped. The ex also said that she went downstairs, saw Alan holding the gun, and he threatened her with it. So Alan has now been charged with a felony. Wow. Yeah. Yep. I imagine and someone will be moving that. out. Coming up, millennials, the best employees, and goodbye, Bed Bath & Beyond. It's very sad. It is. Okay, 13 after 7, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Say goodbye to Bed Bath & Beyond. Aww. Also, why millennials are the best employees. <laughs> and Gen Zers, Gen Zers, I guess, mm-hmm. are considered the worst. We're going to tell you why here in a minute. It is Monday, the 24th of April of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, millennials, if you recall, wasn't that long ago, Millennials were seen as entitled hipsters who required constant praise. So your day will come, Gen Z, but it's not here yet. (laughs) A new survey by Resume Builder found millennials are now seen as the best employees and Gen Zers are the worst. Was Gen X even, can, were, were they in the mix, or was this a, just a study between the two? They were all retiring. <laughs> <laughs> it was just between the two. They pulled okay. 1,300 bosses. They 74% said Gen Z is harder to work with than any other generation. And why? So those are people born between 1996 and 2010. So they're, yeah. Just for perspective. Because I always have a, like, which one are we again? They're 13 to 26-year-olds. Yes. Gen Zers or -hmm. millennials? Gen Gen Zers. Yeah, Gen Gen Z, yep. Okay. This surprised me because when asked why Gen Z workers aren't so great, the top answer was they're bad with tech. Oh, What? 39% 39% of bosses said that the Gen Z workers they've hired had a, quote, lack of technological skills in general. But they're really good at TikTok. I just read an <laughs> That's article. That's a fact. I just read an article the other day that, that uh, Gen Zers don't want the fancy phones. They just want a phone that you can text and call on. They yeah. don't want apps. They don't want screens. They don't want any of that. So yeah. when you say bad at tech, that doesn't mean that just means like they're bad on computers. They're probably they bad like wanna, me. Or they don't want to learn to use that stuff. No, nope, they just want it Excel. to work. Oh yeah, same. Can't, they can't do <laughs> Excel. Welcome to Gen Z. They don't do spreadsheets. <laughs> they don't do office stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the TikTok oh. is about the extent of it. Spreadsheets. Wow. Oh yeah. God forbid. The top five complaints about Gen Z workers are the lack of tech skills, lack of effort, lack of motivation. They're not as productive as the other workers. How about that? And they're easily distracted. Oh. And TikTok. Short TikTok and video fans. games. I'm sure video games play into that as well. Well, you would think that video games would also offer other skills, you know, like maybe the ability to multitask, hand-eye coordination. 
but poor communication skills mm-hmm. and being easily offended just oh. missed the top five. Hmm. The thing that I've noticed about Gen Z is you can't assume anything. Like, you have to be very specific with the direction of what you want. So if you wanted to be like, hey, can you uh, file those papers? You have to say, like, you like the letter A's go with the letter A, or you have to file by a last name or whatever. It's not just like. Yeah, you can't just say, hey, will you handle this? Yes. And, you have to specifically and assume say, that it will be done right. Like mm-hmm. A, B, C, D, E, F. Well, you didn't tell me to blah, blah, blah. You need to t- basically tell them how to do it. I didn't think I yeah. had to. I didn't right. know I had to tell you to plug it in. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. And that in, the, in the time that it takes you to tell them exactly how you want it done, it would have been faster if you just did it yourself. Man. <laughs> so that makes me feel bad for all of the management types that have been struggling so hard with millennials. What are they going to do with these Gen Zers? <laughs> it yeah, sounds right. like it's going to be even tougher. Yeah, and and the last reason, you know, the last uh, complaint uh, where I said that they tend to be more easily offended than any of the other demographics is also a common reason why Gen Zers end up getting canned, apparently. Mm. Two-thirds of bosses said they had to fire Gen Z workers more often than other employees, and the top three reasons, lack of motivation, not trying enough, and they're too thin-skinned. Wow. I'm sure there are exceptions to the rule. Always. Gen Z or who's listening getting offended right now. <laughs> I'm sure you're not one of them. Yep. It's not you. I'm sure you're a standout. <laughs> yeah. uh, America's been through a lot over the past 25 years. But there was one constant. And these are the things that bring us comfort. The constants. The things that remain. That we're familiar with. You could always find a 20% off coupon to use at Bed Bath & Beyond, even if it expired six years ago. Yeah. They would take it for a long time when it was expired. They would take it, and they would let you use, like, 15 at the same time. And if you forgot it, Barb at the front desk would just slide you one from underneath the counter. Mm -hmm. She'd be like, I know I got something down here. That's the (laughs) truth, man. Good people. You could always get really delicious flavored popcorns there as well in holiday season. It's always just fun to wander the aisles because there's just so much to look at. Yeah, they. I think it was 2013 when they started getting more strict about the coupons. Mm-hmm. Years and years and years ago, there was a comedian. I play this whenever the topic of Bed Bath & Beyond comes up because it was just so damn funny because it was so damn true. The late, great John Panette, who was a comedian back in the day, did a whole bit on Bed Bath & Beyond. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond. Very nice store, but I go without a coupon just to freak them out. <laughs> they don't understand, because everybody has coupons. A lot of you have them on you. They're this big. You look like Willy Wonka's golden ticket. <laughs> My sisters have stacks of them. They have a holster for Bed Bath & Beyond coupon. <laughs> One time I was with my sisters, and they were at the other end of the store, and they saw me at the cash register. They knew I didn't have a coupon. <laughs> they jumped over people. They trampled them. You have one, get me. One time I went to Bed Bath & Beyond and I didn't have a coupon. 
People talked about me in line. He doesn't have a coupon. Is he all right? You don't think he's dangerous, do you? <laughs> One lady felt sorry for me. You don't have a coupon? Do you know how to get home? <laughs> Is your name in your jacket? <laughs> yeah. I pulled up the website, and they do have a little, like, disclaimer there at the top that's just like, thank you to all of our loyal customers. But it doesn't look like they've kind of discounted anything yet. No, they've been struggling for a while. And yesterday, Bed Bath & Beyond declared bankruptcy. There's no structure, restructuring or anything like it's over. It's going away. It's gone. Aww. It's gone it's for really good. just a bummer. And and the coupons we were just joking about will only be good through tomorrow. <gasps> really? So get there. And wow. then they'll be useless. Well, it won't. doesn't really matter. <gasps> well, and it doesn't matter because they're liquidating everything. So there will be deep discounts and going out of business sales. I should go load up on some towels. I don't see anything. Well, I mean, I'm going to get on the website and look and see what I need. You know, I almost, I don't know that I would trust the website because this is all assuming things go as Well, I just did look. Planning. I just to get an idea. Because right. I don't yeah. want to go into this into the store without a plan. Yeah, but so I need you, to just look and see what I might need. Is still open by you? Your bed, as far as I know. Beyond? Yeah, see, Deerfield. The one in Coleraine is closed. They yeah. closed it, I guess, last year. Well, there's mm-hmm. another one, just one exit down from here. Oh, there is. Yeah, Brookwood's got Smith one. Edwards. Yeah. Well, they have K cups there, Tim. Maybe you should stop by oh. and get some K cups. Load up. For oh, the they got a crap load of stuff kitchen. for the office kitchenette. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The well, store began in 1971 as Bed and Bath. The first store was in Jersey. It became Bed Bath and Beyond in 1987, and in the late 1990s, it started becoming a mainstream big box store. And that's when the big blue coupon started. The store peaked around 2011, which was around the time John Panette did that bit. <laughs> uh, but a couple of years later, they started scaling back on the coupons and stopped sending people so many of them. That was the first sign. And then the real trouble started in 2019. Naturally, the pandemic didn't help. If you're a Bed Bath & Beyond shopper, here's what you need to know. Starting Wednesday, everything will be Final sale will not be returnable. Also, be sure to use any gift cards you have from Bed Bath & Beyond because those will be useless. You're going to have about two weeks, and then they'll stop accepting the gift cards on May 8th. I wonder if it's going to be a madhouse. I think oh, it is. Yeah. It will be. The the one on the west side closed, uh, I don't know, a year or two ago, and we went on one of the days. Yeah, that they were that they, everything, everything was reduced, and it yeah. was... I mean, it was, it was organized, but it was a lot there of people, a lot of people in there. Yeah. Long lines to check out. A little nutsy. Oh, I bet. Uh, they're also going to stop accepting reward points from their loyalty program on May 15th. So there's a lot of dates here. Uh, if you have a registry through Bed Bath & Beyond, yeah, they'll be reaching out to you about transferring it to a competitor's service. Wow. No. Well, and the bye bye baby, the bye bye baby stores are closing too, which is oh. super. Same company, super. And I bet there's a lot of people that are registered for their baby we showers. We were. At bye I bye mean, baby. obviously that was years ago, but I loved going. Yeah, there I mean, that was like, awesome. Yes, they had so many fantastic things. Like besides the baby clothes and all the things you needed, you found all the stuff you didn't know you needed because yeah. it was on the shelf. Yep, and you could look at it. So true. And that store is up at Deerfield, right? Uh, yeah, there is one there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That makes me sad. 
Maybe we should the end go. of an era. We should go on Wednesday. I feel like I should. Yeah. Let's like, let's do a little show trip after the show. We you all can get a new gluten free toaster. I'll get a new gluten free toaster and it with and find a lock for it. We could take the Q van. There's plenty of room in the back. Yeah, load up. <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond is going belly up. Bye bye Bed Bath and Beyond. You coming with us, Jeff? Sure. I'll tell you what, we furnished a lot of college dorms, me and Kristen, oh, over the yeah. years, Bed Bath & Beyond, oh and gosh, a lot of yes. graduation presents for their friends. I mean, The utensil oh selection alone, like of all of the kitchen gadgets, I mean, that's like at least 20 or 30 minutes. I remember with the amount of money we were spending at Bed Bath & Beyond, I had the thought, I should have stock in Bed Bath & Beyond. Well, good thing. Kind of glad I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bed Bath & Beyond is going belly up. Oh! Oh, and did you hear about this? America is also losing another beloved business. Butt drugs. Butt drugs. Are What's you familiar that? with butt, butt drugs? drugs? I remember butt drugs. No. Explain. Yeah, it's a pharmacy. In southern Indiana. Yeah. Like B like That's the name of the B-T-T family that owns drugs? the pharmacy. B-U-T-T. Their last name is Butt. Yeah. Oh, whoa. So it was Butt Pharmacy. Yeah, Butt Drugs has been the preferred pharmacy for Corydon, Indiana. For 71 years, I guess Corydon is a small town in southern Indiana. The closest big city is Louisville, Kentucky, which is about 20 miles east. And over the weekend, they announced that they were closing their doors on April 29th. Uh, There were several factors involved here, but the owner said that the biggest problem was changes in insurance reimbursements Uh, over the years. Yeah, I hear so many doctors and, yeah, dentists complaining about what a tough time they have getting money from the insurance. Yeah, well, and, and we've seen these forever. showdowns between insurance companies and hospital networks, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have some that I, even though it's covered by insurance, I have to pay in advance and then have the insurance company oh, reimburse yeah. me because it takes so long for the insurance company to get the money to the this provider. This is a, currently a thing I need Looking to figure at, out today. Oh, there you go. It has to do with insurance. Oh, oh finally. Yeah. Eesh, that's the worst. Didn't yeah. get covered. They said, we're not covering this. What was it? Oh, really? You're not? Cleaning, a dental cleaning. Oh, no. Oh. Now, did you so now I have go to... sooner than your six months? Nope. They said the number's not right or something. Oh, oh like the, the medical coding problem. part of it was, was like, not well, it's correct. the number on my card. I don't know what to tell you. So oh, now I have man. to call today. I always Good times. I get when the, I get I the no bill for, for like 30 cents. Because everything was covered, but like thirty cents, and yeah. then I'm, and I'm like, you know, it cost you forty cents to mail that to me, right, or whatever. And it's, I'm like, oh, yep, thirty cents. <laughs> but drugs was originally founded by a pharmacist named William Butt, spelled B-U-T-T, and it stayed in his family for three generations. And over time, they just sort of embraced their name with some unique merchandise and ads. In fact, they even had their own jingle. Here's an example. They got butt drugs. They love butt drugs. Butt drugs. Butt drugs. We would have had fun with a mom and pop spot with butt drugs. Yeah, we yeah, could have nailed it. Yeah, they basically, I think that's what they did. I think they just had a mom and pop spot yeah. done and it stuck over the years. Yeah, I feel like they need a disclaimer, though. Like a, this is not preparation H kind of disclaimer. Because when you say butt drugs, I'm thinking about stuff you drugs put for on your, your butt. butt. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Here are some of the loyal <laughs> customers and the owner talking about the store closing. What more fun can you get than having a butt shake on a Saturday afternoon? Butt was the given name. So you make it what it is. Have fun with it. The small independence we can't sustain when we're at their mercy. Even though this kind of feels like a premeditated funeral, we want to look at it as a celebration of life because there's not too many businesses that have actually been here for three generations. Yeah, they were, they were old school, like... You heard a reference, the butt shakes. They were famous for their shakes, which came in a ton of flavors, including chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, cherry, and butterscotch. Butterscotch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I just hate to hear stuff like that. Me too. Such a bummer. But uh, I guess they were they were trying to capitalize on the non-pharmacy portion of the business, mm-hmm. you know, with all the, the merchandising and the and the extras, but they, they had their... You know, not to be a wise ass, but they had their butt handed to them by the systems that tend to hurt the independent pharmacies. So hopefully, uh, yeah, hmm. that's just the end of an era. I'm sure there's a CVS or a Walgreens around the corner, but not nearly as much nope. fun or exciting. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here. Coming up, we got 90s consumer reporter John Matarese, who's checking in with us here in a little bit so you don't waste your money. The foods we waste the most, costing most families several hundred dollars a year. He'll talk about that. And Denise is here to talk about the traffic. Uh, John Matarese checking in with us here any moment so you don't waste your money. And uh, we tried to do a solid for a local business, local franchisee of College Hunks. On Friday, oh, yeah. is this was our mom and pop spot mm-hmm. where we try to help out a, a local business, a, a mom and pop, so to speak, kind of get the word out on their business. And this was, a, our back was kind of against the wall because we had uh, another business that was scheduled to be on, but for, we couldn't get a hold of them in time. And so we needed to kind of pivot. And uh, even though College Hunks is sort of a national company, this is a local franchise. So the Northern Kentucky one. What was his, your friend's name? Jack. It's Jack. Yeah. Jack is the guy who owns it. Yeah. Yeah. So we went with it. Yeah, it was fun. You know, and I, I thought it came out. Thought it came out well. Mm-hmm. We had some fun right. with it. Good stuff. Welcome to College Hunks. College Hunks. Like Sammy. Hey, Sammy, that baby oil looks good on yeah. you, baby. Ashton. Way to go, Jack! James Jackson. Ooh, pick it up, baby. Pick up that couch. Ooh, you are looking good. I like it. Give it up for Lane. Come on over here, Lane. I know where I want to put this tip. Welcome, Adam, to the center stage. That's right. Lift with your legs, babe. Here's Johnny. I got bills for Johnny, and I'm going to stuff them deep. Ladies, 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 and Tim. It's a moving company. Let College Hunks help with all your junk removal and moving needs. Hunks stands for honest, uniformed, nice, knowledgeable, and service-driven. In Northern Kentucky, call College Hunks. Make your moving and junk removal stress-free. Gentle with that one, baby. That's my underwear drawer. (laughs) College Hunks. Ta-da! Yeah! That's it. Yeah. That was wonderful. Should we have put a disclaimer on there that, you know, please don't expect these. Well, we had talked to Jack about uh, that, and he said that, uh, you know, half the staff are actual younger college dudes. Yeah. And uh, the other half are more senior members. Right. And we do not recommend that you 
treat these young men in the same fashion that Fritch and I were in the commercial. I love Jeff and Tim. <laughs> ladies and Tim. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Yeah, everybody just calm down, okay? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, they do not want to be objectified. That's right. So let's treat them with respect. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wish you were taller? I'm good with 5'6". Sometimes. Yeah, I'm 5'11". I'm, I'm good with not quite being six feet. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I can live with this. I maybe like a little bit taller. Not much, but just like maybe an inch or two. I'm like 5'8", five, 5'9"-ish. Five, you wish you were a little bit taller. I do. Because I am in the realm of pants where if I buy regular pants, they're short on me. But if I buy tall, then they're like really long. Yeah. So if I had another inch or two, I could just fit the talls perfectly. So it's just for clothing purposes Yes, only. correct. Well, this is a lot of pain and suffering for just a few inches. But... Having your legs surgically lengthened is an actual thing, and it's more popular than ever. Hmm. Interesting. NBC News just profiled a 26-year-old guy named Alex who had it done last year. He was five. He was five foot seven, and now he's five foot ten. Holy cow! Three whole inches. Yeah, but it was not an easy process. I would think it would be painful. It was because they basically break both legs uh, up around your thighs no. and then insert a rod no. in each one. Then new bone slowly starts to grow. The rods work on a remote that lengthens them up to one millimeter per day for the next three to four months. Yeah, nope. Do you have to go through like a... Psychological I evaluation so. before you I decide so. that everything in your life is going to be corrected by breaking your legs. I know, right? I don't know. It seems a bit much. I it's called you. informed consent, Tim. Okay. And uh, at that point, after three or four months, Alex was able to get around again using a walker. And then he switched to a cane. So, yeah, you're basically disabled for a while with a lot of physical therapy. But regardless, he's very happy with the results. Well, I hope so after going through all of that. But here's the thing. He says Mm. it wasn't so much that he wanted to be tall because, again, he's, you know, he's 5'10". It's not short. It's not short, but I I don't know that I would consider it tall either. It's a, what is average? What is the average height for men? I want to say like average. Five, you can look it up. I want to yeah, guess sorry, it's like 5'8 or 5'9 or something. Average height for U.S. men? Yeah, yeah. It's like 5'10. What I am, I feel like I am in that. 5'9. Five 5'9, feet nine. Five feet nine, okay. Anyway, he says he never wanted to be tall, just wanted to be tall enough for people to stop making comments about his height. He says making fun of someone's height is still acceptable for some reason. Don't know why that is. Yeah, because people got nothing else. <laughs> I guess. Uh, he says it was expensive, though. It cost around $100,000, and most of it is not covered by insurance. The surgeon who did it says he expects to do 50 of these leg lengthening procedures this year, up from 20 a year ago. And it sounds like most of these patients are men. Yeah. But not all of them are young. He says even guys in their 60s have expressed interest. Wow. Because they're shrinking, right? 
Oh, right. That's what I would be thinking. You know, because you get smaller Ugh. with age. That just sounds so painful. I think so, too. And horrible. Yeah, I'm, I, no, I'm good. Never mind. <laughs> I'm okay with not. Anyway, John Matarese is a. You're a tall guy. He's a healthy height. What? How tall well, are I, you, John? I, I think I used to be five, ten and a half, <laughs> and now I'm like five, nine and a half. How <laughs> does it happen? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it is weird. All that running around to Bed Bath and Beyond and yeah, yep, checking and, the prices because we're going to be doing that today. Are you going to be there? Yeah, live? but the sales Which don't. Which location are you the, at? <laughs> the sales don't start till Wednesday. From what I understand, now this is yeah, what I'm hearing right. this morning, the coupons will be accepted for two more days. So you've got a stack of those 20% off coupons. So today and tomorrow is I believe so. Day, That's, I haven't the confirmed with the company. Start until the real Wednesday. liquidation sale starts on Well, because everything online is still regular Yeah, it's price. still regular price. So people are like rushing there today and like, uh, it's just regular prices. If you didn't like it a month ago, why are you going Yeah, I wonder now? how much, how deep the initial discount will Usually be. Usually not. You know, when stores start closing, with Sears, we check them out. And they like, need to the recover fir- as much as they can. Yeah, right? so the first sale is like 15%, 20 It's like It's like a normal sale. Yeah. It's not until it's been a couple of weeks in that you start seeing stuff at Apple and ice. when is the actual closing date? Do we know when doors close not forever? Exactly. Okay. No, no. Probably when everything is gone. And yeah. you might want to use those gift cards sooner than later because I know they say they're giving you until, what is it, May 5th or something? Yeah, but you've got not. another uh, few weeks on the gift cards. I'd get out there tomorrow. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. What do you got going speaking, on, John? Well, speaking of wasting uh, money uh, at the grocery store, we just had a new report on about... All the food we waste money on. You know, the average person throws away hundreds of dollars a year in uneaten food. Uneaten food. Oh, things, it drives me Things we buy crazy. and we toss. And here, here's the main reason <sighs> is we go into the store, we see that fresh produce, and we all want to be so healthy. So it's like, oh, look at these apples. Look at these. Look at this For lettuce. For me, it's look lettuce. At the- yes. Every time I'm like, I'm getting the baby spring mix. I'm going to meal prep and make salads. And by Wednesday, I'm like. I didn't make it. Yeah, so we had this report from HelloFresh, actually, and they listed the things we waste our money on because we buy it and we don't cook it or eat it. And number one was lettuce. I mean, that's the thing we buy every weekend thinking we're going to make a salad sometime. Um, Yeah. It's Friday. salads tonight for dinner. Yep. It's Friday (laughs) and the lettuce is gone. Uh, That's the biggest one. Also, carrots. Everybody loves to buy baby carrots, and like three months later, there they are still in the bag. Or you open the bag, you have five or six, and then you forget about them, and then the next time you look, they're all dried up. Yeah, and they're all nasty. You can eat them. So carrots is another. Uh, Also, apples and bananas. We buy them because it's healthy, and half the apples and bananas end up getting thrown away because nobody really wants to eat them. I throw away bananas all the time. When you can eat cookies. Why would you? And there's Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> Why would you eat an apple? Yeah, but the, the bananas, Jen, you can always freeze and save for, you know, a smoothie or there something. There you go, for a smoothie. That's true. Uh, also, deli meat. Yeah, you buy that sliced lunch meat and use like a third of it. Eggs. Despite eggflation, we still end up throwing out almost half our eggs because they sit in the fridge for weeks and you weeks. you got to hard boil those remaining ones. Yep, there you go. Mm-hmm. And then finally, the worst offender, fresh beef. Really? Wow. Roast. Yeah, the number of people who like buy it. Let's make a roast this week, you know, and you you drop 20 bucks plus on that little roast. Wow. And and it sits there in the fridge and it turns brown. Yep. So get that 
food. We'll take cooked. it off your hands. Give it to us. We'll eat it. <laughs> Get that food cooked. If you're not going to uh, eat it, then don't buy it and leave it for someone else. So I always say don't waste your money. All right, John. What are you working on? I assume you're working on Bed Bath & Beyond Yeah, today, we're going to look into how, how long you can still use those coupons and when the big sales are going to start. All right, buddy. We'll see you tonight at 5 o'clock. It is 744. Jeff and Jen, we got a freeze warning that's about to expire here shortly. Sun and cloud mix throughout the afternoon today. We'll see a high around 54. And right now, it is 31 at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, we got a brand new second date update. But first, check the roads. Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Paul is looking for a second date update today. With a lady named Gia. Hey, Paul, how are you? Hey, I'm okay. It's good talking to you. Good to talk to you. And we're going to try to help you out and get a second date. Oh, that'd be great. We like satisfied customers. We do. And we're about due. It's been a bit, Mm -hmm. I think, since we had a pair go out again. Right. So let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Gia and how the first date go? We'll go from there. So I met her on Tinder, like many other people. And uh, we ended up going out twice, met up for coffee on a Wednesday. Then uh, we actually went out for dinner and drinks on Saturday. Oh, so the coffee went well. It was great. I mean, we just both ordered fraps and, you know, it was just a, it was just a nice, a nice time. Okay. You know, and I, I thought I hit it out of the park. I took her to Pep and Dolores. Nice. We drank wine. We talked. We shared some stories. We did it all, really. It's definitely a romantic feel there. Yeah, like, I really thought that she was into me. I mean, it was almost obvious. And uh, she told me to take her to my place, so I did, and just had a really good night. Take me to your place. (laughs) Take me to bed or lose me forever. Did she do one of those? Don't need to tell me twice. (laughs) Okay, so she invited herself to your place. She went back to your place, and how did that go? Well, she was there for a few hours, and uh, I have dogs, so she couldn't really stay the night. She was a little weird about it. But uh, when she left, she hugged and kissed me goodbye. Okay. Does she have and, a thing uh, about dogs? Does I, she not like dogs? Or is she allergic? Or do you have a really rambunctious you know, dogs? No, I really don't know. My dogs are pretty big, so they can get aggressive at times. But, I mean, they're they're doll babies. They're not going to hurt anyone. It's just, you know. So when you say aggressive, just kind of more along the lines of they're too big, they don't know their own size, and they get a little... You know, they want to sit on your lap even though they weigh 120 pounds? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. They just want to play. Okay, now, so they're they, not mean. Are they, like, bed dogs? They come in bed with you? Yeah. See, they're not going to tear their skin off or, or anything like that. It's not like that. No, but if you're not a dog person, like, I've never, I, until I had a dog, I was completely freaked out about catching parasites from them. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Oh, yeah. See, I'm not a super dog person either, but if they're in the bed, like, I'm... I always wonder, like, how clean are the dogs that are in the bed with you? Yeah. You know, like, some of them are eating poop. Some of them are walking in poop. Oh, yep. You're taking the words that, out of my mouth. That's always a big thing for me. Yeah, but I got used to it. <laughs> yeah. That's the big part about having a dog, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so I told her I'd call her, and she said it'd be great, and now I have no idea why she's not texting back. Yeah, did it feel weird when she was leaving at the end? Did it feel awkward or feel different than it did before she came over? Not really. Well, I guess that's good. Not that I can think of. I'm just wondering if if it's the dogs that put her off. Like, nothing against you, but maybe she's not a dog person and she just felt like they were too big or too active or too whatever and just felt like she couldn't deal. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I mm. really don't know. All right, I'm just speculating. Yeah. Anything else you think we need to know that would be pertinent or important before we take the break? Not really. All right. I mean, I even carried breath spray with me, so can't be that. <laughs> we know it's not your breath, then. Not my breath. Then we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Gia and see what she thought of Paul and her date with him as Second Date Update continues. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Well, Paul met Gia on Tinder. They actually went out on two dates. They had coffee on a Wednesday, dinner on a Saturday, and it was a nice dinner. Wine, good food, Pep and Dolores, OTR, back to his place after at her urging, went back to his place. While she didn't spend the night, I take it you guys had a good time? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Paul's got a couple of big dogs that tend to be lovable but rambunctious, a little active. I don't know if that had anything to do with putting her off. She doesn't sound like a dog person, or at least that was the vibe Paul got. Am I wrong? They're definitely not going to maul anyone. Right, but would she have stayed the night if you didn't have dogs? You seem to think that she left because of the dogs. Is that right, Paul? That's right. Having said that, nothing else felt weird or awkward? You can't think of anything that might have... No, I thought we were getting along well. Yeah. All right, well, let's call her and see what she has to say. Okay. Hello. Hi, is this Gia? Yes, speaking. Hey, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? Good. Good. You regular listener of our show? Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You ever win anything on our show? Did I win something? Well, nothing yet. We'd like to send you to dinner, though, if this goes well. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're, oh my God. Okay. We're hoping if this goes well, we can send you out to a free dinner. But first, we got to yeah. talk about Paul. Your date with Paul. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh oh. This has to do with Paul. Yes. Paul called us. He said he had a fun date with you. Actually, two fun dates. You guys had coffee and dinner, and. <sighs> He had a great time, really enjoyed getting to know you, but thinking that maybe his dogs had something to do with you not sticking around that night. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not? He thought it was his dog. I can't believe this is happening. Oh, my God. All right, well, oh, he's not going to be happy that he did this. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just say I love dogs. Okay. Uh so what happened then? It was the strangest sexual situation I think I ever found myself in. Tell me more. <laughs> and we all just perked up. All right. So everything was going good until he took off his pants. Okay, this is we're back at his house. So the coffee, all that was fine. Okay. Everything leading up to the moment takes off his pants. At which point, he introduces me to Big Bad Bart. To who? He introduces me to his um, member, yeah, Big Bad Bart. 
Big bad barf. Okay, I had to turn the speaker up. I'm I like, thought what you is said it? barf at first. I was oh, like, what? That big would not be a bark. good name. Well, they had a big bad barf. Okay. I mean, uh, if that's a better name, okay, I guess. I don't know. But then he asked if I'd shake his hand, big bad Bart, and then says <laughs> maybe I'd like to kiss him, big, big bad Bart, right? Oh. Big bad Bart's yeah. nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you know what? At first I was like, all right, he's being silly and fun. We had a good night, so whatever, I'll go with it. So I did, but no, there was a lot more to come with big bad Bart. He talked to Bart the entire time. Give it to her, Bart. Oh, yeah, Bart. Nice work, Bart. You the man, Bart. Oh, oh yeah. It's like, Bart, she likes that. Keep it up, Bart. Oh, work God. it, Bart. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, it got graphic. I don't even know. Like, the further we went, okay, the more Bart, you know, was working. And then I really don't even, I can't even say the rest on the radio. He was just. Uh, it was a big conversation. Okay. Oh my God! Just graphic, drenching. Okay, and it just—I just—I couldn't. It just—it couldn't end fast enough. And then Bart was finally finished. I will say that Bart had some stamina, so <laughs> it seemed to last pretty long with Bart. Well, I got a lot of pep talk, so yeah. it's understandable. Oh, my God. <laughs> because you see this in movies, like when it's younger guys who maybe, you know, don't last very long. And you'll see them go, think about baseball, think about baseball, think about baseball. Right. You know, that you try to distract yourself from what's going on so things don't end too quickly. So is there an internal dialogue that is happening at times in your life? No. <laughs> yeah, not usually. No. What about when they're talking to you kind of through their member? You know what I mean? Are you going to give her the big bad Bart? Give it to her, Bart. Give it, give it, give it. <laughs> like you separate yourself. From you your know, member. From your member. Like your member is 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 a team player. You know, he's on the, he's not you, yeah, but no. he's your partner in all of this. And yeah, to operate team. separately from you. Yeah, but do guys like all name their junk? That's no. weird too. No. Well, did Big Back Bart get the job done, or were you just like, get me out of here? Oh God! I mean, at that point, when he was finally finished, he told me to thank Bart for an oh, excellent God. performance. Okay, so it was just so weird and awkward and icky. That's just I don't I'm, I can't say more than that. I I, I, I mean I'm, that was unlike anything I've ever been a part of. That just I've sucks been told too. That I scream too loud. That's different. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. different. Oh, uh, that's weird. Well, I mean, you know, who am I to judge? Everybody's got something. Everybody's got some. Everybody does. That's right, Paul. <laughs> Or would you prefer Bart? I don't... Who do you want us to talk to here? Do you want us to talk to you or Big Bad Bart? At the very least, you got to give me points for alliteration. It's just fun times. What we do behind closed doors is private for one, so, you know, I can't believe she brought it up here. Yeah, that's the problem with the second date update. It's kind of like everything's fair game. Because if you want to know, and if you want to know what happened, then that's where it happened. I mean, if it was too weird, say something about it. But, you know, whatever. Thanks for the stamina compliment. I'll take that. Yeah, pass something. that along to Bart. There you go. Right. <laughs> well, he knows. Yeah. He's listening. I mean, has Big Bad Bart been around for a while? When did Big Bad Bart, when was he born? Is this something that yeah, how you started when you name? were a teenager or college age? Or, you know, what? What? where did he get his well, name? Well, we were always little attached. 
but uh, the name itself didn't come till college days. And did someone else give him that name, or was that you? No, I just gave it to myself. It's no different than women calling their breath names and whatnot, so I just figured I'd... I don't know if I've ever known a woman that's named her breath. Same. They call them the girls. Have you? Other you prefer to the them other than yeah. the girls or the ladies, or... Yeah. So you ladies don't talk to your breasts when you're... Uh... No. No. <laughs> no, I don't think... I don't no. talk to them. Okay. Sorry it didn't work out here, guys. No chance of a second date, but uh do appreciate you having the conversation, I guess. Yep, 100%. Yep. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thank you, guys. I appreciate you uh, finding out what went wrong, and I guess Big Bad Bart is a bit of a menace. Yeah, tell Bart I send my best. No problem. Great. And there's the doink. And there's the doink. <laughs> yep. The doink means we're done. So if you need a little help with the second date update, all you have to do is send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Brittany says, I just wanted to reach out. We saw Fritch last night, and my son was too nervous to say hi. Uh, we listen to your show every morning, and my son loves playing the 1K letter of the day. <laughs> he always loves when Fritch throws something out ornery for an answer. He'd Aww. love a shout-out. His name is uh, Colin, spelled with a K. Hi, Colin. Colin, what's up? Next time, say hi, okay, when you see me at Eli's. Hi. <laughs> That's where I was yesterday. I went to see Moana Jr. and, it, and we went to Eli's. So I don't know where Eli's Barbecue? No, the one that's in Ross. It's oh. Eli's. It's like a little sports bar. We met gotcha. some friends there. I had another listener named Missy who also messaged me. Um, she was like, I just was at Eli's getting a chicken salad and I think I saw Penelope. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was her. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. That's funny. Uh, speaking of the 1K letter of the day. Your chance to win $1,000 is coming up next. Here's even more food you can waste. There's a new icy cereal coming out. Ew. The Kellogg's. So what's it taste like? Collab. Blue or red? Oh, like, oh. Both. Oh, like icy. I thought you... <laughs> like a frozen Coke. I thought you meant like, like it was like ice cereal, not icy, the flavors. Uh, Kellogg's collaborated with the company that makes Icy, I-C-E-E, the, the red and blue slushies you see at gas stations. Yeah, with the little polar bear. Yeah, this is to create an official Icy cereal. It looks like little red and blue balls Ayo. with cherry and blue raspberry flavors like the drinks. Uh, Jen, this is right up your alley. You think? <laughs> They're claiming that it has a secret, innovative ingredient that cools your mouth as you eat, imitating a sip of an icy. See, I immediately think Pop Rocks. Oh, yeah. Because if you're having this weird sensation in your mouth because of something you're eating, it's going to give you this cool, it's just, mm, well, I don't nothing know. nothing else, it seems like a mega sugar rush. Yeah, it sounds kind of toxic. <laughs> Do a Try It Tuesday with Jen Jordan. <laughs> the boxes should be hitting stores nationwide soon if they aren't available already. I guess Kellogg's also had an Elf on the Shelf cereal last year that cooled your mouth. Uh, that cereal, you'll love this, Jen. That cereal used sugar alcohols to induce the cooling sensation. So How this, about that? This could be a similar thing. Yeah. That's all right. I think I'll I'm pass. good. No? 
I think I'm good. Oh. There's so many other cereals that are worth your time. Like Cracklin' Oat Bran. Yes, or even <laughs> like Frosted Oat Flakes. Squares. So Anything. <laughs> my God. favorite two cereals. <laughs> Bran Crunch. Kroger Bran. How do you not break a tooth on the Cracklin' Oat Bran, though? That's, gotta, that's, I think my no, grandfather oh, really. reincarnated Those were still hard, know, right? though. They're like the little, like... Little O's? Yeah. Oh, you gotta let them soak for a you while. You were thinking, I was thinking grape nuts. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm thinking the Cracklin' O' yeah. brand. Love that stuff. Yes, Tim yeah. is your grandpa. He ordered the rice pudding the other night. <laughs> it was well. one of the best things I've ever eaten. It was charred pieces of pineapple with a oh. carmadin-flavored rice pudding, and the pineapple was... Displayed on top, it was so good. I'm not anybody in this room besides Tim know what Carmadin tastes like? Not yes. a clue. I don't even know what it is. We'll go get the rice pudding at Frankie's, I've and had then it you'll know. Stuff before. How's your finger, Jen? How's my finger? I am on the road to recovery. I did reach out to my physician on Friday. You're telling me I had cat scratch fever? It was not cat scratch fever. Actually, it was cellulitis. Oh, my God. From a cat, yes. Which is Very so crazy common. because we talked about this. For people that didn't weren't aware, Jen got scratched by her cat, and it was, like, throbbing and had a heartbeat. It was weird. I was up most of the night, <laughs> Friday morning, like, in the middle of the night. I was awake because my finger was just throbbing. It hurt so bad from a teeny, tiny, little, barely there scratch. Yeah, it wasn't even a big scratch. No, it was, like, tiny. nothing. It was tiny. And uh, but the end of my finger, it was really red and it was a little swollen and very, very tender to the touch. And, and all you did was hot. had a band aid on warm. it, right? It's had a little band aid over the top of it, right? And it was really, really warm. And so, you know, talked about it on the air and people freaked out. So I got a hold of my doctor because I don't need much of a nudge to Then they turn freaked out because you said you did not sleep a wink the well, night before because your finger was pulsing. Well, it was a yeah. big deal. And then so, everybody kept calling in talking about how they also had a scratch or something or something. And our Emily, who used to work at our front desk, wrote me and said her dad got cellulitis yeah. from the thing. It can turn into a big deal if you don't catch it. Quick. And then you now have like, what are you doing to treat it? I, I'm on an antibiotic. Okay. So he called in an antibiotic. I started taking it Friday afternoon. By Saturday, it was way better. By yesterday, finger totally back to normal. All is well. Make sure you up your birth control because you know that that. Uh, oh yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> I'm a little more when worried. You take an antibiotic. My mother always says that. She's like, now remember, antibiotics wipe out your birth control, and they also tear up your gut. So a little oh, worried yeah. about the old, and ye- it'll stir up yeast for the love of Pete. Oh, I do. Geez. I am not a fan of antibiotics. They do not like me very much. So. Oh man. I know. A lot oh, of probiotics. You have 10 cats, Jen. Do the math. No, I have eight. Eight. But, you know, what I didn't really think about number nine that's coming. Number nine is a polydactyl, which means they she has extra toes. Oh, boy. And on her front feet, <laughs> she has extra claws. Set, I thought exactly. that she was some sort of dinosaur. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> she has seven toes on her front paws and six on her back. So, yes, more claws. Oh my God! Yeah, so with didn't extra really think about the claw extra part. Claws? Well, yeah. Ew. And that really wasn't something I had thought about. Why that. does she have so many toes? Those because she's just lucky. She's got extras. It's something that they happens cool, with though. Maine Coons because when her when her little feet will get because they get they have little tufts that puff up between their toes like Biggins' feet. He's got these little tufts and his feet are just kind of really funny looking anyway. But with those extra toes, kind of looks like the Grinch. Oh, funny. you know. 
it looks like a Dr. Seuss character, and the feet just kind of go like this when they're That's walking. Funny. They're awesome. Yeah. It is 753 weather-wise. Mix of sun and clouds today. We'll see high around 54. Still chilly out there now. Still 31 at Q102. Hey, Lynette. Hey, guys. How's life treating you? Oh, it's good. How's life treating you guys? Oh, pretty again. good. Did you cover your plants last night? Did you freeze? <laughs> I did. I don't have any plants yet because I'm still waiting. Mother's oh, Day. That's right, when you yeah. plant them. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Take your time. No big rush. Exactly. I know. So what did you do over the weekend? Anything exciting? Um, I took my nephew fishing. Oh, that's very fun. Exciting. That's yeah. Super fun. Yeah. Did you catch anything? He did. He did. Oh, nice. So it, was, it, was a, it was a good day. Cool. What is the most abundant fish you find where you fish? Um, it was just some bluegill. We went out to Miami Whitewater. Yeah. Oh, yay. I, that's one of my favorite places to be. I love that park. Yeah. It's so great there. That's great. Very nice. Well, listen, you can buy a lot of bait and tackle with $1,000. <laughs> that's a Very lot of worms. <laughs> a lot of worms. A lot of Maybe even a fresh new pole or two throw in there. So this is the 1K Letter of the Day. You'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the 1K Letter of the Day. And if you do that, well, hey, you win the grant. The one rule is don't repeat any of your answers. And the best advice that we can give to you to win this thing is to pass quickly. Okay? All right. Any yes, questions? Ma'am. No, I'm ready. You're ready. Give her a letter, Jeff. Uh, you got the letter E, Lynette. The letter E. E, we've had winners. Okay. Yep. E will work. Okay. Deep breath in. Get into the feeling space of the letter E. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. With the letter E, name something you buy at Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, An egg maker. A kitchen utensil. Pass. Something you throw away. Eggshells. Something yellow. Uh, Pass. A hamburger topping. Extra cheese. A flower. Pass. Something you burn. Pass. A pastry. Oh. Pass. Something wet. Yeah. Uh, Man, alive. A Claire. I can't believe it. You were on the roll with the E's. You could have said egg. The egg, egg yolk. Be- or at her egg, egg beater. Egg beater and egg, egg yolk yeah. for something yellow. I didn't know how many times I could say egg. <laughs> well, they're all different things. So I think that, that you could have gone. Yeah, I think you could have yeah. gotten okay. away with it. And I was thinking eucalyptus. I don't know why I that too. kept popping in my eucalyptus, head. Yeah. Eucerin. Yeah. Eucerin starts with E. Eucerin yeah. does. I like a good eucerin oh, shoot. The show's favorite moisturizer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be hating on my Valvoli- uh, what is it? The Vaseline Intensive Care, Tim. <laughs> We got Eucerin and Aquaphor. Look we out. love our lubes. <laughs> that is a true story. You must stay moist. That's right. So, oh, well, darn it anyway. I do hope you call back and try again sometime. I will for sure. Thank you, guys. All right. You're welcome. Have a good one. Does anybody want any of my O'Keefe's uh, skin repair body lotion moist. I have over here? I'm good. Thank, Thank you. you, Ian. Getting all lubed up. It is. I am getting dry again, though, because oh, the, yeah. weather. Yeah. the heat has now kicked back Cuticles. on full time. Mm-hmm. I know. I was well. I was gone all weekend, and oh. when I left, the air conditioning was on. So when I got home, 
was 60 degrees in my house. Like, that's not pleasant. No. You Too come home cold. And it's kind of warmer outside than it is in your house. Well, I bought these little travel size Cetaphil <gasps> moisturizing oh. lotions, but oh, yes, I don't too. love them. I don't like the way they make my hands feel after. What oh, is are the they issue? Greasy? It's not greasy, but I don't like it. Mm. I've tried others. That's how I feel about most lotions. But this is not, yeah. Tim, I also have some cuticle massage cream. I mean, it does the job in a pinch. Oh, cuticle massage cream. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nope. sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Rub that in. Hmm. Okay. I mean, does it have a smell? Up. Yeah, that one kind of smells sm- like orange. Yeah, a this doesn't really smell. Yeah. Some of them smell pepperminty. That one, I think, kind of has a bit of a citrus tint to it. So you do just rub it in your cuticles? Yeah, I just rub it on my cuticles, you know, because they get very dry. They do. Mm. Oh, well. they get that crack look. Yeah, would you yeah. like some? I have some. <laughs> what is it? It's cuticle cream, massage cuticle cream. cream. Yeah. I'll pass it over when I'm it's done. It's Sally, Sally Henson. Is that who it is, I think? Could be. I'm not sure. Hmm. Tim, you're putting enough on there for like a salve. You're putting enough on one finger to go on your whole hand. Am I really? That's way too much. <laughs> Is that too much? I don't know. Way it's too. It's not oil. Well, it's when it's like cl- a, when it's yeah. clumpy, when, it, when you when you keep rubbing cream. and rubbing, and there's still clumps of white on top, that's too well, much. Maybe I'm I don't sorry know what I to gave tell it you. to you now, buddy. <laughs> I usually use the working hand stuff. <laughs> yes, I have. I mean, all I too. used was this much. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> you know what? Here. Jeff. I'm kidding. I don't care. Oh, thank there you. There you go. It's all I yours, only buddy. said that because of Jen. I know. You know. I was trying to really get you going. I know. <laughs> you want me to work up? Thank you. Oh, get for the love up. of Pete. Hmm. <sighs> Today is National Scream Day, guys. Okay. It's meant to be a day of releasing pent-up pressure and pressure with a scream. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's good to yell sometimes. When I, was the last time you just, ah! I don't like, you get it frustrated. Hurts. It hurts my voice. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, the there's no kind of yell that you can muster that doesn't hurt your voice? Well, I mean, I'm louder because yeah. you're annoying me today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't turn into like a scream scream. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. can't. Yeah. Like I don't, sc- I don't scream, scream scream. No, I can't do that either. Mm-hmm. But I can yell, by God. Yeah, but kids, man. I, I kind of like it when you yell. <laughs> kids are still screamers, though. Like, we were at an event over the weekend. And How does that start, by do the they way? Do? I, don't I don't know, know. why. They... Uncle Tim wants to know. Yeah, It's just like they just started screaming, These, especially the young girls. Yeah, young. And there's a pitch yeah. to a young, to teenage, preteen girl scream. That oh, will, that's oh, your brutal. piercing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Uh it reminds me of a classic comedy bit from Sam Kinison. Oh, <laughs> this is a recording of Sam Kinison's first appearance on David Letterman in 1985. And, you know, if you don't know Sam Kinison, he's, he's been dead and gone for years, but he, that was kind of his trademark. Like, he was known as <laughs> a, a comedian who was just full of rage. Very funny. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. But it was driven by a lot of rage. What's your name? Lou? Blue, you ever been married? You do me a favor? If you ever think you want to get married, if you ever think you've met the right woman, you want to settle down, you want to get a house, you want to get a car, maybe raise a family, do me a favor, will you, Lou? Remember this face. Because it's the face of hell, Lou. 
It'll be your face every day. I'm trying to help here. I'm trying to do a good thing. I was married for two years. My life was so boring, I actually worried about my yard. The rest of my friends had goals, careers, visions. They were doing things with their lives. I was out there looking for crabgrass, weeds and stuff, going, I have a responsibility to the neighborhood. There is a weed here. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.